I didn't want to do a review on Loki season two. You didn't want to review it? No. We have so much to review and all that stuff anyway. So I thought let's just do the first season. But after watching season two, and especially with the end, it's worth a review. There's so much to talk about. The last three episodes. It's so good that it needs to be reviewed. Welcome back to A Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. Where we give a review at least once a week. Spoiler alert. So season two of Loki, possibly the final season of Loki, is done and currently streaming on Disney+. Plus. You have here Tom Hiddleston reprising his role as Loki, Owen Wilson as Mobius, Sophia de Martino as Sylvie, Unmi Saku as Hunter B-15, Hugo uh, Mapafra as Rovana Renslayer, Jonathan Majors as He Who Remains, or... Victor Timely. You also have... Eugene uh, Cordero as uh, Casey. Tara Strong as Miss Minutes. Yep. And they introduced some new characters. Yes, they have Kehu Kwan as Obi, Raphael Cassell as Brad Wolf or Hunter X5, who is in the beginning, the first like three episodes or two episodes. You have Kate Dickey, General Docs, who I thought was hysterical because I remember her from Game of Thrones. She oh, yeah. Was the one, she was the one that was her, the kid who was sucking on her tit. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you have Liz Carr as Judge Gamble. That was the one that's like very thin, like she was like a miniature, yes. wheelchair bound. Mm-hmm. On IMDb, it's kind of hard to figure out like season one and season two. But for the directors, Thing you have here Justin Benson, Aaron Moorhead, Dan DeLu, Casa Faharani. There's only five directors. Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead as the main directors. Writers, there's a lot. You have Michael Waldron, Eric Martin, created by Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, Loki, created by Larry Lieber. There's a lot of writers. But what was your initial thought? Because on here you have the Rotten Tomatoes score, but it's a combination of season one and season two. And if you want to refer to that, we can refer to it. It is 86% by the critics, 84% by the audience. I'm going to say it right now. It freaking needs to be 95 or higher. Loki is their best show. It's absolutely Loki is their, their, best, their best, best show. show. It is. It outbeats all of the MCU. It beats of, of the other shows that it is. It, it crushes, or everything almost crushes WandaVision. But it, yes, it is the best mcu show to date yes i remember talking about this with one of my friends he goes he's like for season two kind of a slow burn at first in the first couple episodes and like granted it you might as well watch season one and two all together like one uh, one season because it goes right picks up immediately where they left off exactly correct yes yes you're right and then and that's what i kind of like about it i mean like i mean how can you not because of all the buildup that season one did to that climatic scene and reveal. Absolutely. You cannot like start over again. You just got to keep going. You got to keep running. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like, it's almost like the, the rest of the MCU doesn't really matter because it kind of doesn't, but it kind of does because it, of all the things that are happening. Okay. So like just a real quick, if what, if he didn't do what he did at the end, it, it would have made everything that happened for nothing. Oh, absolutely. 100%. 
hundred percent. There's so many he things is, that that, that ending has. He yes, yes, he is the reason why we have the multiverse now. Yes. Or so made okay, him, made him like that. When they that. started off season two, a number one, you can just from the get go, it's a darker feel. It's a more serious, darker tone. It's dire. It, it it's is dire, absolutely yeah. dire. And then the the when he's time slipping, it's not like oh, it's just happening. It's like a painful experience of happening. And even the characters say it, it looks horrible. So they set the tone very, very strongly with it. Even the points when he's about to like show his power, like you see his influence of his eyes, mm-hmm. like when he's getting ready to torture someone, and they show the device. The the even the parts that are like honestly, understandably, they get overlooked. I think they get overlooked those small parts, but when they get to those last three episodes, it just all comes together so well. We're gonna be talking a lot of compliments here. Let's talk about negatives. Let's get that out of the way. What's a negative for you? This is gonna be hard for me. A few moments later, that is only two seasons until they find a, they find a reason <laughs> to make a third one. Okay, so. I, and I know a negative for I mean, me was I, mean, I, I, mean, I wasn't okay, a big okay. fan of Brad Wolf. I get him. I, I understand him. I just wasn't a big fan of him. Oh, no, no. I am with you on that. Yes, Brad Wolf was okay. He was necessary. He was. He was necessary. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make but, him our favorite. He's just necessary. Did he turn the stick on himself? I think so. I think I, I think so. That was because of the uh, the spells Sylvie did. But even at that, like... They they augmented time so much that (laughs) they may have not needed to. But I think he did. I think he really did. So he's he's at the end of time. Along with... um, Renslayer. Renslayer. Right. No, but I'm saying like... Because the thing is, when we see Renslayer at the end of time, Mm -hmm. we see a purple light. But that's it. I know what the purple light is. Oh, me too. It's a monolith. It's that, it's that, that creature. Yes, it's the cloud. But the thing is, we don't see her get enveloped. Oh no! You see her puff, like you see her puff up, like I ain't going down. Real quick, what was by her feet that it? Because I, I couldn't recognize what it was. It, like by her feet, it's the it, same it slab that's in the TVA. Which slab? I'm sorry. Uh, so, um, at one point uh, where they're walking, you see like like a, a giant slab uh, emblem. It's like oh, oh, well, oh, 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 the uh, the brand. Yeah, the brand and their slogan. Oh. Okay, okay, because I wasn't, because I was mm-hmm. trying to, I was like, I don't know why, for some reason, I, I had trouble seeing it. I don't know why. It was because of, like, grass, dark scene, and stuff like that. Yeah, we all agree, like, the first three episodes are the slowest episodes. Uh, they definitely are needed to set the tone and what's going to be coming. It's also because we're being introduced to new characters. Absolutely. Uh, other Victor. members of the TVA. Um, and Victor Timely. Victor Timely, 100%, which I enjoyed. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, we saw him at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Yes. They, they, mm-hmm. they did a cut to that, similar to how Ms. Marvel did a cut from the show at the end to introduce us to the Marvels. And then, yes. Because they're doing that. They're doing that now. Where they, they've been doing it. Where either the movie will help introduce us to a show or, or the show, the to show a movie. will go to a movie. And I was excited when I saw that. What they did here to fix the current issues that Jonathan Majors is facing, I'm all for it. Oh, yes. Because, because at the end of season one, he who remains 
was supposed to return as Kang. Right. Well, no, he was, well, he was supposed to return at that spot. He's like, whatever, if you kill me, I'm going to come right back here. We're going to go through hell. Everything's going to happen that's, that you don't want to, but I'm going to be right back here. Which they kind of explained how that was going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that that was how it was going to be, I believe, originally. I could be wrong. And then what happened with his legal issues and what he was accused of, that is a how can we fix that? How we can we change it? Because right now they're also thinking about of getting rid of Kang altogether and bring in Doctor Doom. Yes, I the, heard about as that the big, as the big baddie. You know, I'm going to go right now into it. Loki became the new He Who Remains, or as I saw afterwards online, Loki, the God of Stories. Yes, yes. Even more than that, there's more to that. He made Idrisil, the Norse god tree of life. The North god tree of life is heavily in the Marvel North pantheon. Is like the tree of but life is quick. what gives the gods like they die, reincarnate, and so forth. The cycle of life. Hold on one second. So for those who are watching us right now, besides not listening, there's a light smack in the middle of Adan's face due to the time we were recording. It's midday, so you're seeing that. So for those who I've, are I've watching, I've been trying to dodge it. <laughs> you can't. But just saying that. Now go ahead. So the tree of life that reincarnates itself. Okay. Yeah, it's basically their their explanation of like how everything comes to be and it's the source of power for them. But basically, he's the creation of all of it. And like you, you see, it. He is the the new loom, as it were. But um, mm-hmm. he becomes the new loom. He becomes the North God's tree of life. He becomes. The Loki of stories, which is insanely powerful, and uh, the he who remains. Literally, he was born for glorious purpose. And well, that's here you go. So yes. there you go. So the the, the 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 last the title of the last episode is the exact same title as the first episode. When I saw the title, I stopped. My girlfriend Kim was like, What are you doing? I went back to look at the menu at the episode guide. And I was like, that's the same episode title for the first season, first episode. Yep. And so it was like, it's like a full circle. So what he was destined for or self-destined to be, he became. Yeah. Like he's always knew he was meant for glorious purpose. It's just what that purpose was. He did not know. Right. The thing, well, the thing was, it's like, and it's sad though. It's absolutely sad. It is so sad in a sense. Like he got the throne that he desired. He is the God of of all of everything, if you will, because he's controlling time. So time and uh, reality, time right. and reality. So he he's he has all that, but he's alone. He is he who remains. Yeah, and he's all and uh, and um, he who remains. Jonathan Major's character even told him, "Was like someone someone had to make the tough choices. Someone has to be the last man standing, making sure everything." He tells him exactly what needs to be done. It, it, it dawned on to me until like on that of why he is named he who remains and seeing that it just hit me. And it was just like, Oh, God. and it was, what's great about this is that Loki was the ultimate villain who became the ultimate hero. He was a perpetual villain. And uh, for the longest right. time, who became the like ultimate, ultimate hero. Because he was always like, you know, doing the bad granted we saw him like you know like an anti-hero or a hero kind of thing and thor then you saw how he became like more like what he wanted and he wanted to rule and all that stuff but the joy he did he sacrificed because he did all that instead of letting it reset mm-hmm. he didn't want his friends to die yeah 
he didn't want all those innocent people to die. So he sacrificed himself to keep all those lives or timelines to coexist. Let's be honest. I, at one point, I thought he was going to kill Silva. I oh, thought, me too. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like, I'm just going to do it. Um, uh, the, well, the, the kill the one to save the, the many. many. And right? quite literally, the many is everything. But um, So what he did was, instead of killing her, he indirectly killed himself, if you will. Even though he didn't mm -hmm. kill him, he sacrificed himself. He yeah. sacrificed his missing out with his friends, him finding new adventures. And it's not like it was an easy sacrifice. It looked extremely painful. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, because he is emptying himself into those realities. So every time mm -hmm. he grabbed a vine, a part of him is being let go. Yeah. But, oh, my God, just seeing it, and, you know, again, like, like, you're right. This is a, like... Six episodes, so damn good that you definitely can binge. It's like on a say on a winter day or night or a storm, like you just pa 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 pa. Each episode is so has so much information. Even if you don't really get it, you get it. You know? Yeah, you don't need to be a full on comic geek to get what they're going for, what they're doing. Oh, the moment when Miss Minutes like kind of confesses how she feels to uh, timely. Boy. And Boy. I saw that. I was like, Boy. oh, my God. And he freaked out and he turned her off. And then when she came back online, she was like, I'm going to tell you everything. And, like, she went dark. I'm like, oh, well, my she God. Was, she became 3CPO. She became RGT2. She became sentient. Oh, yeah, she was absolutely sentient. Yeah. She was supposed to be, yeah, she was supposed to be just AI and all that stuff, a partner, mm -hmm. friend to He Who Remains. But then she with. Start, right. But then more and more. Through the years, I guess she on her own, or maybe she, he updated her programming that she became more self-aware and more mm -hmm. uh, self-reliant. And it makes sense when she said, you'll never be him, because that right. was never the plan. He was right. always meant to fail. Right, because the fail-safe yeah. was supposed to have the, let let it burst, and then it just resets itself. It, it, like like a, um, a, a computer with a virus. Yeah. It, it basically, it, it was a self-fulfilling time paradox. It's like basically this one action will trigger all these other actions, which will cause a loop for it to always self-fulfill itself. Like Terminator. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you could argue that Terminator, uh, they went back in time to, you know, st stop the Terminators, right? No, uh, to stop Sarah Connor and birthing... Mm -hmm. John Connor, but the fact that they sent a Terminator back in time provided the technology to create uh, Skynet. Yeah, yes, right, right, right. It created, it created a loop. Right, mm -hmm. you're right. Yes, yes. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Which still makes no sense, but okay. But yeah, I see what you're saying, though. But yeah. Yeah. But that does make sense. I, I would dare say, Loki, and you said this, Loki is probably the greatest of heroes. And I've had this argument because, like, I've seen where people would talk about, like, heroes in comics technically aren't necessarily great heroes they want things to stay the status quo loki doesn't want things to stay the status quo he wants everything to grow and everything to change hence letting the other timelines the other universes grow mm -hmm. if he wanted to stay the status quo he would have done what he who remains did mm -hmm. now here we go so in season one the best hero or the greatest hero was old man Loki. Oh, yeah. He stole the show. What did he do? He sacrificed himself to save them. Yeah. To save them to get to the end of time, to get to he who remains. And mm -hmm. you notice that his horns 
uh, season two, Loki's horns was very reminiscent to Old Man Loki, but, but black, or, yeah, or, or, or dark green. No, uh, uh, oh yeah, they may have been dark green because his well, his motif is all green. Correct, and that that transformation with his TVA outfit into the Loki outfit, meaning that again, full circle, he is destined to be Loki, but in a different manner. He's like he's uh, no longer adorned with. The bling, the shine. It, he embraced his true self yes. in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he's not doing lies or something like that, but he can also, since he's a god of stories, he can create new things. I mean, I don't know the story of the god of stories, that that part, but the sense that like, since he's holding all those... It, well, the, technically, in, in the comics, together. he became a god of stories after a series of events. But it's basically Loki died. He made a deal with Hela so that his soul wouldn't go to hell, for uh, for lack of a better term. He was reincarnated, and his youthful version didn't have his soul, but like reincarnate with a new mind. His old soul fused back with his young soul, and it was a whole thing of things. And eventually, he just had a change of heart, for lack of a better term. And he didn't want to be the god of lies anymore. He wanted to reform himself. And as he started reforming himself, he gained new abilities and skills. And that's how he became like the god of stories, which he could augment reality within a certain area. And then it became universal. So it's like it, it literally he would write like the like, oh, you know, Galactus doesn't need to eat planets anymore. He could do that. And he, it would change Galactus. He became insanely powerful. But I think it was because he like also was influenced with Beyonders. Totally different storyline okay. than what we got. And was years in the making. They condensed everything nicely. I mean, like if you're going to become a guy who can manipulate reality, why not make it through time? Manipulating time is the perfect way to manipulate reality. Honestly, what I, I like about here also is in season one, we had a, a Loki variant for every episode. No, no, not just that, but what I'm saying here is that they took some reality and mended it into the series. The one where he is a passenger on a flight and he robs them and he parachutes out. Yeah, and he, you know, because it happened. That actually happened. Yeah, they took guy, a little bit of reality for that. They never caught the guy. Right. I don't think. Well, no, they can't find his body. It's like that. They, they yeah. jumped out and they couldn't find it. But here they did the same thing, but not with Loki, but with Eugene Cordero, Escape from Alcatraz. Yes, Three, I remember watching the movie with Clint Eastwood, Escape from Alcatraz, same title, and I was like, holy crap. They just took another reality and they blended into this. And I also like that we saw a little bit of like why Mobius was so into jeskies. Hunter B-15 as a mm-hmm. doctor, a pediatrician. Ravona Renslayer. I can't remember. They went to her past, but I can't remember what she what, what she was. She was one of the, uh, no, they didn't go to her official past. They went to the past where she was working with Kang initially. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yes. If you have their their background stories, and you see uh, Sylvie, that she <laughs> she was uh, working at McDonald's, but they were saying that uh, one reviewer was saying that the kid, uh, that that her boss, her manager, whatever that kid was, the cashier guy at McDonald's. Oh, okay, yeah, is Mobius because it's a different time. Oh, because it's earlier. I imagine they have to. You have to look at the names, like look at Mobius's real name and look at the kid's name. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't go that deep. 
I mean, that would be kind of too convenient that there are that, and especially mm-hmm. just the twang that Mobius has. Obi, he was okay. He was a little annoying to me. Sorry, my, my friend. Sorry, my friend was like, I, he loves short round. <laughs> He's he sounded just like short round. Well, he was short round. I know, but I mean, no, no, meaning no. Obi just like, was short round. No, that's why I agree. But I'm just saying, like he, like he still chose that voice. He can't help it. That's his voice. I don't know. He didn't use the same voice in everything, everywhere, all at once, did he? English is not his first language. Oh, so he did like him though. It would have been great. Oh my god, it would have been great if his name was the same name in Goonies. <laughs> that's what I meant. Is that a Disney he, film? I don't know. I, th- I think it is in uh, in the. So now, no, now they regardless. I think so. I think it's in the library. But the thing is that his character, because I can't remember his character's name in Goonies, but he was an inventor. Yeah. No, well, I mean, he went by the name Short Round was his nickname. Short Round was in freaking, no, Short Round was in Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here is, I'm saying I can't remember his name was in, um, in the Goonies film, but they were both inventors. So... It would have been cool if they had that tie-in. Data. They're both inventors. So it would have been kind of cool. It would have yeah. been hysterical if he called it, be careful, it's a booby trap. It would have been hysterical <laughs> if he said that. You just have that one moment. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would have been a nice tie-in, in my opinion. I did enjoy his performance, though. Like, it was a, it, still a good performance for me for having him as a character. It just kind of confused me in a way that the, the, the TVA is like by two creators, the, the, the booklet, the manual. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing about time travel in itself. Is like it becomes like which came first, the chicken or the egg, and uh, that's the same argument here. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, but I was just like, I, I guess I got a little confused. But let's go to Jonathan Majors. This guy is a freaking chameleon. I I've, I think I remember telling you about him before. Yeah, uh, we, before Loki on, on on Max. That, yeah, uh, that one show. Yeah, but the thing is, like after that, I mean, he's in Creed three. He's in um, this other one with the airplane and stuff like that. This guy just transformed. He was in uh, the the baseball movie. I think it was forty one. Oh, like, that's not him. That was him. No, that's Chad, Chad Chadwick Boseman. Uh, oh yeah, that was Chadwick Boseman. Forty two. What are you saying? All black people look like? Wow! Freaking racist! You. <laughs> Jesus no. Christ. He he was I'm in the uh, the Five Bloods. So was Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying they both were in that one. And you know, also that Western movie on Netflix. I didn't watch that one. Ah, so good. Mm. It is so good. But I'm just saying, he is a chameleon. He's like how Robert De Niro is or was in the sense of his acting talents and just can just transform. Jonathan Majors can do the same exact thing. He just, you see him, you don't, you'll see, you see him as Victor Timely, but you don't see him, you don't see he who remains. No. He's a totally different persona for Victor Timely. And then when he jumps back to Vic, uh, to He Who Remains, even uh, like you see him as one persona, and then when things get serious, he changes. And, it's like, and, and that's a whole different persona. And then, of course, we, when we see him as Kang in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Another. Absolutely. Person. And we're not even talking about the arena. I, I ignore the arena. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, well, that's what you, I think you told me is that when his work in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, that they're like, Dude, we gotta do something else with him. Yes, uh, if I heard he correctly, that was what him. it was. He's oh, now, but now he's in legal trouble, so I don't know. So it's just like, oh, this is how powerful Loki is. Because I'm just remembering that what he who remained needed, he needed that bracelet. Yeah, 
to change time to he needed travel, technology he needed technology where loki could just figure out because he was time traveling but he's also was able to stop time and stop people in that time or stop events going on because he was able to talk to sylvie while everything froze or we the tentacles or whatever that the time went back and they had that conversation in the hall. Yeah, uh, they were like th- threads, basically, is right. what I looked at. And then he was able to stop her from throwing the blade at He Who Remains. Mm-hmm. Because he learned, and, and he had that the thing is like, how many times do you think we had this conversation? Yeah. Just throwing the same words back. And then and goes, do you, what winks do you think this is the first time? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. What I'm saying. Like, he Who Remains said it to Loki, and then Loki just spat it back at him with following an action that he did that caught him off guard. Mm-hmm. And it was, that was a great episode too, but it reminded me of uh, Groundhog Day. Yes, because he's like, tell me how long it will take. And uh, right. he, he and learns he it. Redo it or redo it. You know, the same, yeah, with Bill Murray, that movie where Bill Murray is learning everything he needs to learn to make everything right for the, the next day can come. Ooh, ooh. Uh, other good moments. Episode four, the end of episode four, when they think oh, they figured yeah, it out and they're like, oh shit. And then uh, Victor Timely, first of all, dissipates. And then, right. and they're like, what could we do to make it? And he's like, I don't know. And then everything just goes blank. Like, well, I was like, everyone, not just him, the audience. I was like, holy shit. Yes. And it was a very tense episode because then you see he's, uh, the time slipping, the connection, you, you know, like the ringing of the phone, the, um, the using the powers to, uh, trick, uh, Renslayer and, uh, beating Miss Minutes by hacking her. It was all like coming to a, uh, to a head and then boom, they still fail. Right. Well, the thing is like, is everything's leading up to what's going to happen, meaning that, you know, that it's going to save everybody. Everything will be fixed. Uh, Victor Timely will be the, the next he who remains you have all that build up you have all that they're they're down the stretch they're going to win they're going to win and they don't yes i was waiting for like kang around that moment and then all of a sudden it just goes black and i was like this is episode four i was so angry (laughs) in a good way okay so here's a fupa you finally found one i just i just finally found one they had the, the 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 displacement sticks Yes. He prunes himself in front of Sylvie while Sylvie's opening the elevator. And he says, trust me, we don't see where that variant goes. No, he didn't prove himself. Prove himself. He did? No. That moment, in that moment where she's opening the elevator, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You're talking about episode one. He's uh, like, because it's like in a couple the, he times. Have, he, he doesn't have the jacket. Exactly. He but doesn't have the, the jacket. One, and the it was by, him, it's by the phone. The one, yes. When he prunes him, the guy, the Loki had prunes him, has the jacket on. It was himself. When you get pruned, you get to the end of time, right? Yeah. So where did that one go? He needed to prune himself. And um, the one that got pruned was himself that got, that hit Owen Wilson's character, Mo, Mobius. On the time bridge, I, I have no—I forget the name of the bridge, but the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the episode one, Ob tells him you need to prune yourself at this time when when you're in the green. If you miss this moment, you're not gonna uh, be able to uh, stop the time slipping, and you're gonna end up on this platform. He tells him you're gonna end up here, and that's and that's how o- o- Owen Wilson caught him. 
All right. So I guess I have to watch it again because I don't know where – because, again – The thing is so, he never actually pruned himself like self-inflicted prune. No. He pruned his other person. Exactly. So, so where it, did that it, one go? To the bridge. It was a it's a it's a tight that part right there was the whole Terminator paradox time loop. That's what a paradox is. It's a loop of time, self fulfilling prophecy. Okay. So I for that, that particular moment, that. it was a paradox. Uh, how do I miss that? Because I saw that each episode twice until yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like I, I saw each episode. Yes, I beat them. Usually, you do yes. watch it more than me and catch these things. But like, yeah, but I did watch it and I didn't catch it. Yeah, like the moment where he goes hello, he he yeah. thought he thought that was that was because of the whole thing. It was like it's he's reliving the events, and he okay, was the cause of those a, events. But here's the thing, okay? Here's a, something another thing I caught that he's at the last episode. Is it the last episode? The last episode where he's again time jumping, yeah, uncontrollably, right? Is it is it the second or the fifth episode? Uh, I want to say that's the fifth episode, sixth episode. He's controlling. Right, so he sees himself, and he says hello, and he he, he just yeah, because he he sees himself looking at a book, the TVA, I believe. He's looking at that book, mm-hmm. and he has the the I believe the prune stick. Yep, time shifts, and it's like okay, so you saw yourself, and after you time slipped, you go to that exact spot. So why are you acting strange that you forgot that you're about to because he surprise yourself. Him in episode one is not aware of him in episode five so the, like he's not realizing that he's seen it happened a few seconds ago though but that that's the thing like he's he's still not controlling at that point and he's he's no, not recognizing episode, but no he just saw himself and then he time jumped whatever and then he's going to the and picks up that book again and then he's right there so it's like and he goes hello like as if he didn't remember being there Well, that's the thing. I, I just know. saw it last night. I just saw it last night. <laughs> or the, the night before. Yeah. Eh, it, it doesn't make I'll give Kim, you that part. Kim, Kim, my girlfriend, was watching it with me and. I feel like I should rewatch that part. But. Because, uh, no, because, no, because, yeah, he just sees himself and that's when the thread starts to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, overall, I mean, the, the Fupas is very, very little. No. This very is the little. most cohesive story i would say that they've had in, in regards to the storylines and whatnot now um, what happened with, what happens with victor timely but he, he book, doesn't get the book the, he doesn't get the book the kid doesn't yeah but the adult one is still there uh well he, that's he the thing like, he doesn't he doesn't reset he doesn't reset so so th- now you have an adult victor timely in the tva and then you you have the kid who doesn't get the book so that's a that's an alternate timeline now but he he wasn't in the war room that's the thing. So maybe he gets sent back in time, but maybe he's not good enough to become King the Conqueror. You know, well, you know like, like you said, Miss Minute said, you're not meant to be here. Yeah. Or you're never, you're never going to be here. Exactly. So just because like a good portion of them become Kings doesn't mean all of them become Kings. Maybe the kid becomes a, uh, a, you know, um, Iron Lad. Because he was he was working in his room, right? But I think it was candles. He was making candles. Ah, we don't know if he doesn't become a smart kid and like develops oh, other things. No, true. That's very true. Rotten Tomatoes score eighty six with the critics and eighty four with the audience. I I am still flabbergasted. Believe that the ninety five percent right here with me is it is 
almost perfection. It is so good. Even with his hair flips, uh, it is still good because he did so many again this, this time. Even though his hair looked a little shorter than the last season, but he was still doing the hair flicks. Yeah. Everyone was awesome. You feel for every character. I love that the smaller characters in the group got bigger roles like Eugene's character and B-15. They got bigger roles. Uh, Miss Minutes had bigger roles. Kang variant had a bigger role. Uh, Victor Timely. So it was just like it's like everybody brought another, something to the table for the most part. Right. I was expecting another cameo like they did in the first season with Oh, uh Lady Sif. Lady Sif. I was kinda hoping they'll bring another one in, but they did it, which is okay. Not needed. It was no, it was not needed, but it would have been cute, I thought. Oh, and yeah. there's no end credits. No end credits this time. No. I was hoping. I was hoping. That's why like I messaged you, I don't think there's gonna be a season three. I'm yeah. I'm okay with it. No, because it was sense. such a strong season. Right. Now, since prior to that, the time, the branches were blue. Green. We made them green now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like bluish so white. are we going to see now other like time branches if that happens green? Because it's Loki's now in control, holding everything together. Are we going to get uh, that reference point? I don't know. It'd be not, or they just show it as the tree. Because before it was like, one line, everything branching mm-hmm. off from the one line. Mm-hmm. Now, when you went to the TVA, they show the trees shape. And instead of going across, it's going up and down. I got to watch this again. I got to watch both series again because, I mean, it is worth it. It is. I mean, I was going to watch the first season prior to the start, but with all our reviews, I was just like, I don't have time. But yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely. It doesn't feel that long. Uh, no. And it actually, it's a good watch like you do feel invested for the characters you do like the uh the way it goes you absolutely feel sorry for loki at the end but you're happy with the the, the choice he did like it's really good i mean uh, and i like that they you know they went back to the first encounter with him and mobius and mobius is that was such a good moment he's like what would you what there had to be a time when you had the difficulty with it like what was what happened then and he's talking about him and Renslayer. But she did what he couldn't do. Yeah. This is so good. And what's crazy is that the main writer of the series is the same writer of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And it's like night and day with his writing because it doesn't match. It doesn't. And and that makes me wonder, like, there has to be outside influences when it comes to the movies versus the shows. Someone had to influence the writer for the Quantumania movie more so here than uh, like when he, like, I feel like he had more say how the show is supposed to flow. Uh, actually, hold up one second. Let me make that correct. So Michael Waldron, mm-hmm. the main writer for the Loki series, wrote Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which was, mm-hmm. and so I stand corrected. It was not the writer of, he was not the same writer for Ant-Man and the okay, Quantumania. but it for was, Doctor Strange too. Correct. Jeff Loveness was the writer for Quantumania. So, what the hell then? What the hell? The writer who did a great job, an amazing job with Loki, did such a terrible job with Multiverse. May, maybe his specialty is sci-fi, not supernatural. So, but it's but it all work. I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense of what he did with Multiverse of Madness. In here, it is not really multiverse of madness. It's more like madness mm-hmm. with some world because it was it was it was just so bad. Anyway, any other great moments or 
Poupas. For some reason, season two, Sylvie, just didn't sit as well for season one, Sylvie. She wasn't as strong as a character. Yeah. And, like, I get it. Like, no matter what he did, she was going to kill Kang. I'm like, Mm -hmm. there has Mm -hmm. to be, like, one version of where he just, like, trip her at the knee. And, (laughs) like, you know, just come in with, like, the back of the sword and, like, hit her at the knee. She can't get Kang now. She always did. (laughs) She always did. I understand. The, the, the way that she had to die. Yeah. And he wasn't willing to do that. But even her. even after, like, she's like, you'll have to kill me. And, like, he could have brought her with her. And she could have been like, hey, we need to stop. And, and Well, he it, did. Well, it kind of did. But that was it was too late. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that part, when they had that talk. She even told him, like, you'll have to kill me. Like, I And I won't give you my consent. Girl... You realize that your action is literally the end of everything. Yeah, but she won't, she doesn't care about that. It's like to her, the goal is still to have free will to let things happen. And he made a good argument, realized, though. What is free will if everything dies? Right. Yeah, exactly. She's like, well, at least we go down fighting. No, you don't. You no, you don't. <laughs> you can't fight it. What about for so, yeah. all the others who can't fight? Well, the thing is, like, like her goal was, you know, she accomplished her goal. She killed he who remains for people to have free will. And that's not Loki. Loki is a person who doesn't want people to have free will. He wants to have control. He wants to manipulate. Yeah. The true Loki. And she's supposed to be a variant of that, but Mm -hmm. it's like the opposite. Yeah. Well, her goal was, like, she doesn't want to have aim by having control over her. That's the, that's what it is. That that's true too. And yeah. she's under the guise that she's doing it for other people and whatnot. But mm-hmm. it's really all she wanted to do was sit down, listen to records in a radio shop, and and flip burgers. <laughs> very simple. Very a very simple, simple life. And I I you know what I can't hate the idea of a simple life. But when you're screwing yes, out is. everybody else in the world in the, in all existence, I can have a problem with that. Well, the thing is, like, if, you, if that is taken away, you can't enjoy it. You're then you won't be able to listen to records. You won't have any more burgers. You're not going to chill on top of your truck. Yeah, that's, it's all gone. <laughs> all right, all guys, right. that is our marvelous review of Loki season two. Have you seen it? What was your favorite moment? Let us know in the description below. Also, if you have a movie or a show you'd like us to review, let us know in the description below. Until next time. We'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you, too.